the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the show. The... Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And the we, we got a lot to talk about on the show here today. I think I've got a little reverb on this. It's, it's the AM. Okay. The, uh, and so we're going to be talking about what's with the markets, uh, some uh, – Different things. Where, where are we going from here? What happened with with the huge drop the other day? Why are interest rates going up? What's happening in the world, and how does it affect your retirement? And uh, we're, we're seeing big changes for uh, social uh, for you know for retirees in general uh, on a number of fronts. And and uh, this this week we're really starting to see some more concern about the blowout of the deficits and how that's going to affect the entitlements and. And why this is important is because most people, when it comes to retirement, depend a lot on Social Security. And 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 coming up on retirement, there's nothing to worry about with Social Security now, but coming up on retirement, looking out over the next 10, 15, 20 years or more, that becomes a bigger problem. And that becomes more problematic when we're blowing out big budget deficits. And uh, and so we're in the middle of this big fundamental shift. And I, and I think it's going to be more and more important. We've gone a decade. Look, when I started out in this business, the we go, they would have uh, the every once in a while, the Federal Reserve chairman would get before, typically it would be the Financial Services Committee in the House and the Finance Committee in the Senate and I'm not sure which one there. And they would get up there and I wasn't, Paul, I wasn't there when Paul Volcker was in there, but but uh, even Alan, I, I watched him, and and Paul Volcker would get up there and go, "Look, these entitlements are out of control. The deficit is out of control. It could cause a massive inflation. You guys in Congress need to do something about it." And then Alan Greenspan would do the same thing. Oh wow, we cannot stand these high deficits. We've got to get spending under control. It could cause inflation, and uh, and entitlements are going out of control. This is unsustainable. And then. We we got the the new Fed, particularly under Ben Bernanke, came in, and it, it was the idea that deficits in money didn't make a difference. And this was really one of the ideas that came out of the Federal Reserve. Uh, you know, there's no other. The Federal Reserve under Barack Obama never said one single word about cutting the deficit. Never said one single word about cutting entitlements even though the entitlements are going to blow up because there's no way we can afford all these entitlements of Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. It didn't say a word about it. They just sat back and they said, look, don't worry about it. We have the economy under control from the Federal Reserve. We're going to manage the economy for you. We're going to take the lowest interest rates to the lowest rate in the history of planet Earth that we know of and uh, in the history and we can manage it so we don't have to do fiscal spending. We don't have to do deregulation. We don't have to cut entitlements. Basically, you can have your uh, cake and eat it too. That was the motto of the Federal Reserve. You can have your cake and eat it too. Now, some people might say basically all of Washington was Marie Antoinette's let them eat cake, but that's another story. So 
so the Fed came in. They didn't say a word about it. Now, they'll tell you they did. They'll claim they did. But listen, compare what Paul Volcker did. Compare what Alan Greenspan to, to, uh, to Ben Bernanke and Janet Yellen. They basically never said a word about these entitlements. And so here we are. The, the deficits are exploding. We have a huge pension problem in the country, particularly in state and local government, that we can't afford. And so they're having to tax people more and more to pay for this. And so eventually this is going to be a problem. And so what you have to understand, it's important for you to manage your retirement to protect yourself against inflation, against reckless governments, and, and, and above all else, against the reckless Federal Reserve that has flooded planet Earth with money. And working in conjunction with the other central planning, I mean, central bankers, uh, in in the ECB, in the Bank of Japan, they came up with the idea of negative interest rates. A negative interest rates is a fancy way to steal your money, so to force you either to confiscate your money or to, to spend it to try to get economies going. Again, it's central planning. It's a threat to the American economy. It is a complete, absolute, utter, failed experiment on the American people. And And what we have gotten is we've gotten the lowest wage growth in a decade thanks to the Federal Reserve's flawed policies. And so what you have to understand is you have got to take more and more control of your retirement to protect yourself. The big the big danger is going to be inflation. The big danger to most people's retirement is, if look, if you're worth $20 million, you don't need your Social Security and it's not going to hurt you. But a lot of people even reasonably wealthy people depend on Social Security for part of their income, and it's endangered because of this reckless government spending, reckless government policies, reckless handing out of entitlements, expanding the pool of, of, of recipients for Social Security. It was really just for people, hey, look, you're retiring. We know you're going to need some help. We're going to help you out. We basically expanded it to people that weren't working. It, they expanded it to to uh, the people that, you know, to disability and with the people with genuine disability. And then it just basically became a, 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 a disability became kind of a of a uh, a free money program for people that really just didn't want to work. And, and so what that is, that means people are taking from that pool more and more. So legitimate retirees, the money's not going to be there. So I want you to understand that it's not going to happen a year from now. It's not going to happen five years from now. It's going to happen 10 and 20 years from now. And so you have to kind of plan for that. You have to increase your savings and you have to protect yourself. And what we're seeing happen, and the reason for kind of this talk today is we're starting to see the the, the fundamental shift. We're, we're, we're shifting from the failed Federal Reserve central planning experiment, the grand experiment on the American people, over to a more economy driven by real jobs, real plant and equipment, real growth versus, hey, let's kite up asset prices and that'll make people feel rich and then they'll spend more money. It, and, and oh, and it, by the way, it was real helpful to the wealthy people in the country. The working people in this country suffered immensely under the Federal Reserve. And, and the, it, it's very sad what has happened. It's very sad that we've allowed this to go on. And one of the reasons for the kind of talk today is I'm writing my new Max Out Savings Report. We This is a report that goes out once a month to our clients. We talk about everything from from uh, what's happening in the world today, why the market fell off quickly due to the, to the VIX that we've been discussing in this show for a long time about the lack of liquidity that blew up finally two weeks ago. Uh, back in 2007, we were discussing, hey, the investment banks were going to fail. People called me up and said, Ted, you can't talk about that on the show. This was in 07. No one even dreamt about it. We said Lehman Brothers was going to fail. They were going to lose their balance sheet. And, and you know, I, I I thought I was going to be pulled off the air, literally, because I made these remarks. It was we we put in our report. We put in the we showed you the balance sheets of these companies. We weren't just throwing out stuff and making things up. We laid out the case and explained why it was going to happen and what was going to happen. And we were right. It was in the free max out savings report. We write about common four hundred one k mistakes, common retirement planning mistakes. We have all types of neat stuff in the report. It's a free report. You just go to the website maxoutsavings dot com. We've got thousands of people on the list now. And they're like, Ted, well, you need to write another report. So I'm getting it written this weekend. But what I'm what I'm coming up with here is is 
the looking at when I looked at the wage growth over the last decade, it, it generally was under two, two and a half percent. Some of the lowest typically wage growth in the country has grown about four to five percent. And so what happened? What happened was is corporate America shipped jobs overseas. They they tightened the belt. They they panicked after 2009 and started firing workers, cutting back. They gave no raises. They claimed there was deflation all the while. Medical costs went up 40 percent, 40, 45 percent for the American people. Other costs went up. And finally, Donald Trump steps in and says, look, corporate America, you need to give bonuses. You need to give wage increases. People can't afford this. And so now there's pressure. We're giving you this big tax cut to help you out and deregulating to help you out. And what we want to see, some of the fruits of that go to the working people in this country. That's starting to happen. We also have a 4.1% unemployment rate, very, very low unemployment rate. We've got an economy starting to accelerate. That's creating job cost increases. That's causing wage increases and bonuses, which is all good, but it's inflationary. So we're seeing a change in the economy to a more inflationary economy, and that can be a threat to a lot of people's savings plans, and they don't know it. But tell you what, let's take a call from Charles here. Hello, Charles. How are you doing? Good morning, Ted. Uh, I had a a uh, two questions really related to real estate. Um, Yesterday there was something I saw one of the uh, TV programs concerning the the the, the amount of uh, rents that uh, people across the country are having to pay, yeah. and it's becoming pretty unaffordable. And uh, I guess I guess one question I have is I don't know what you know what's the policies that that have been passed over the many decades. Uh, I guess probably starting with the Clinton administration with the you know the sale of homes if uh if uh you know uh, basically uh allowing uh, uh i guess uh, capital gains free uh treatment on homes if you sell it for 250,000 or a half a million yeah uh that i think kind of started this process but but i guess i guess the question i have is is do you see if if this thing continue, if this thing is not improved soon that there's probably going to be, uh, I, I hate to say it, but possibly like rent control start being talked about because I know that's been pretty big up east. And the other question I have is, uh, next week is election week starting early voting. And I think one of the propositions on there has to do with the growth of the property taxes here in Texas. And I think they're, they're, I think one of the props is proposing possibly to cap the the revenue increase to four percent and then if it exceeds four percent then it would have to be voted on by the by the public uh you know texas is the only state that where when you pay taxes it's on unrealized gains it's not you're not paying tax on what you paid for the property so you know they don't do that with stocks and bonds and everything else and i'm just wondering if somebody really needs to take a long hard look at this whole property tax issue because it's just getting to the part where people are almost ready to cry uncle on some of this stuff yeah i mean that, that you cover a lot of stuff there charles the uh look i i think the property taxes are are, are somewhat of a problem by what by by uh, pay tax on unrealized gains what you mean is is they assess the property the value of the property and then they uh they they they, they uh, you you pay a tax on that in look I be, I, you know, after living as long as I have, you've seen a lot of stuff. And it used to be it would go kind of like this. The property's for sale for $400,000. Uh, it'll probably sell for three, you know, three eighty, three seventy, somewhere in there. It's on the property rolls at uh, $325,000, That's the way it used to be. And now all of a sudden, a lot of times you look at these property. The property's for sale for four hundred, or maybe we'll sell at three eighty. And 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 it's and 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 the valuation for property tax rolls is at three seventy three eighty. And they've gotten extremely aggressive. I had a conversation with some potential clients uh, uh, with with the ranch in 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 up. Uh, is actually in Milam County, and in this week, and you know, uh, Milam County's getting real aggressive with their property 
taxes up there because they're losing some uh, some plant, and, and so they're trying to they're they're raising the taxes, and I've seen this up there too. Is they're raising the taxes to try the valuations to try to push up their tax base, and, and the point you're getting at is is by jacking up the the valuations, they're able to to increase the taxes, and there's no voter there's no voting on this. And it's, right, right. Yes. Essentially, that's it. And then, and of course, and then you got the other the other spectrum, which of course is people that that are putting these properties out there for rental, and then to cover all the taxes and all they're raising it. And then what's happening is is now people almost can't afford to rent, and so now it's I I hate to say it, but Again, I know up in New York and all, I know they, there's a big thing on rent control, and I'm just wondering if that eventually is going to find its way down here. Yeah, well, and, and I can also tell you, for, for you know, for zoning from property in Houston that we rent, I mean, look, the, the city, state, and county make as much as we do on these properties, I can tell you that. And, and you know, we, we don't need debt on them. And, and so it, it, they're pretty high. And, and so, look, I mean, I think it's something that – Pushing those rates up, it, it flows to the to the renters, and, and it becomes a problem, and it, and it co- makes the cost of living go up. I don't believe in rent control. Texas doesn't believe. I mean, the, the whole East Coast is pretty much controlled by zoning, and in, in, in particularly New York, rent control. Rent control hasn't really worked. I do think, and this is one of the things, you know, I've, I've been pretty critical of corporate America for not giving raises and bonus and helping people out and really trying to squeeze workers to 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 bring ridiculous, uh, you know, uh, squeeze workers to put everything to the val- to the bottom line so they could get a bonus. And, and one of the reasons why I, I do this and one of the reasons why you want to criticize to keep the rents down too, I don't believe in rent control. I don't believe in wage controls. I do believe if we do nothing, we have two choices. We're either going to go capitalism or we're going to go socialism. That this is the This is why there's such a a huge divide between the Republicans and the Democrats. The, the Democrats don't realize it, but the people running the party, the people really behind the scenes are socialist, and they're going to win unless we get tough. And one way we do it is I think I think the Republicans and conservatives really should use the bully pulpit to some extent like Donald Trump has done and just say, why aren't workers getting more raises? Why aren't to pressure people? Why are, why are rents going up to pressure companies, to pressure people? To, to, not to jack up rents, not to not give wage increases, and to really think, hey, we really have to raise the cost of this because we can't afford it, or are we just trying to squeeze an extra nickel out of everybody so we can hit our bonus? And 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 it's that I think it's important to pressure on the bully pulpit because if we don't, we're going to end up with socialism, and this is what people don't understand. Well, I I understand that the governor is wanting to to put some sort of caps on the increases on these uh, on these property taxes. You know, one thing, uh, Ted, that yeah, I, I, think I, needs, I one thing that I think needs to happen is is they need to separate out the property tax from the school funding because they need to make this transparent so that the average guy could see how much money is going towards schools and how much money is going towards taxes and not commingle this stuff. I, I really think that it needs to be separated out, and I think in that way, I think people can be better informed of you know yeah. what's going on. Uh, but but by the, I, by the way, uh, Charles, I do think you're going to see more controls over the ability to raise the, the valuations and stuff. I think there has to be some because the problem is typically tax increases are sort of voted on or something. We basically have boards just. Uh, groups of people just pushing up valuations to increase the American people's taxes. Right, right. To your point. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your insight. Ted. Thanks, Charles. Uh, yeah, that good, good call. I mean, some really interesting points. I mean, look, I think I, I think things are really changing out there uh, in the world, and we're starting to see you know these higher rents. These people are getting squeezed. We're starting to see inflation out there, and it's it, it's been there for a while, but it's really coming to the fo- forefront now. And, and it's pressuring wages, and people are demanding wages, and this is what we're starting to see. It's starting to get more like the late 60s, 70s. We're going to talk some more about that right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. By the way, if you haven't signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, go to maxoutsavings.com. The report's coming out first part of next week. Uh, it's a free report, maxoutsavings.com. And if you need some help with your retirement, you can also set up uh, an appointment with me there. I'll be right back after this quick break.
Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, here on the show. the uh, If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070, and we'll get your questions answered. Let me just shut this music off. There we go. We're down. Uh, the... Uh, it's talking about uh, we're really just talking about what's happening in the world. We're seeing more inflation. But one of the things I wanted to cover, we had a, a question on the on the last couple of shows on the uh, charitable giving for IRAs. Uh, and does this affect does this affect your uh, your re- did, did the tax changes affect your retirement? Uh, of your ability for charitable giving for IRA, what are the changes? And there really wasn't a change in in the in the tax reform bill for a charitable giving. You can give up to a hundred thousand dollars if you're over seventy and a half. And where this kind of comes in was with the RMD. We we have a lot of our clients that that really don't need the RMD, and it's sort of a scramble at the year end to make sure that they get their money taken out of their. Uh, their required minimum distribution out of their IRA. If you don't take it out, you get hit with a 50% tax on the money. And so uh, it's a big deal. And so the... The, it's a it's a penalty on on it for taking it for not taking it out because uh, keep in mind if you take it out you have to pay ordinary income this is an addition to that so it, it's a problem and so they came up for people that don't really need the money out of the IRA they like to give it to charity in their RMD and so they can they can have the firm we use TD Ameritrade for our clients at Max Out Saving Advisors so we can have TD issue a check out of let's say I'm seventy and a half. And I'm 71 now. I decide I need to take it out, and I want to give the money to Texas A&M or to the church or whoever. I can, I can have them make the payment uh, of the check directly from my account, payable to the church, and uh, or payable to Texas A&M charitable for the uh, uh, from Ted Gioka's IRA. When that happens, the the money goes straight out as a charity. Now, if I make a hundred thousand dollars. And and I I I I took that my ten thousand dollar RMD out, I would have a hundred and ten thousand adjusted gross income. If I do it this way, the ten thousand dollars goes to Texas A and M, and I still just have it doesn't go out of my adjusted gross income. Now, why this is important is a couple reasons. Uh, number one, if you if your adjusted income goes too high, you get hit with a three point eight percent extra tax uh, from Obamacare. 
uh, the capital gains on, on your capital gains if it goes over a certain amount. But more importantly, what did change in the in the in the tax bill for 2018, the the tax reform was it changed up some of the itemization. So you have it's harder to itemize. You get bigger deductions, but it makes it more difficult to itemize. Well, if I take the money directly out of my IRA account to the charitable organization, then it then I can still get my taxable deduction, but I don't have to itemize. And that and so that's this is more of a complex tax issue. But this is some questions we had, and and so. The answer to the question is the the Trump tax reform bill made the charitable giving contribution more valuable because it lets you yeah, reduce your – it doesn't add to your adjusted gross income and it allows you to do things – Without, if you don't, if you don't itemize, would still take the deduction. So it, it is a good opportunity, and, and it actually becomes more valuable under the tra- Trump tax reform. I hope that wasn't too complicated. But see your CPA. We're not a tax firm. Uh, the uh, anyway. So th- uh, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine. 1070 713-339-1070 and we'll, we'll get your, your questions answered the uh the uh looking at over the uh looking at at the markets it uh interest rates are going up and we write about this and kind of expand to what we were just talking about is wages are starting to go up if you look at wages they jumped up for for January and particularly February. It looks like they're going to go up. But this has started to happen about four months ago. We really started to see growth start to pick up, wages start to pick up, and we're starting to see inflation. Uh, people are starting to get bonuses. Three hundred Over 350 companies have given out bonuses or tax rate increases or increases in their 401k due to the due to the Trump tax program. And there's more people doing that. So the the, the idea of, of, of companies giving up wage increases, some of them are increasing their their minimum wage to $15 an hour. Uh, we're not a big proponent of, 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 of minimum wage increase because at the bottom tends to be college kids or kids in high school getting their first job. And, and if it's at the burger joint or something, they don't need to be paid $15 an hour because then we'll all be paying $10 for our Big Mac. And, but for people at banks, at uh, people like Walmart, people these people can afford to pay above minimum wage because they're more complex jobs, and and really it should they should have a more of a ten fifteen dollar you know bottom on their wage uh, on their uh, their wages uh, because they're they're more complex jobs, they're more longer term jobs, they're not summer jobs, they're not starting at the bottom type of jobs. Uh, and so this is so, so we're seeing basically four things happen. We're seeing bonuses, thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar bonuses. We're seeing wage increases across the board. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing uh, increases in giving to the four hundred one k plan because of the Donald Trump tax reform plan. And we're also seeing we're going to put a institute a, a minimum wage at the at the bottom. Another very interesting thing we're seeing, and this is for the first time, is if. If you really look at the research, the people at the top in corporate America have really their pay has gone up exponentially compared to the people at the bottom. And we're seeing some companies going, look, we're giving we're giving the bonuses to the bottom group of our, our we're putting the the hourly workers are getting a five hundred dollar bonus or that they're putting some of the money at the lower end, realizing that they've kind of skewed their pay scale a little bit too much on the high end. Uh, don't get me wrong. I want everyone to make a ton of money. I want the guys at the top to make a lot of money. But, 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 some companies are kind of realizing that some of the the wage structure has gotten a little out of kilter. It and 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 if you look at the research, it's really fascinating. And 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 we want everyone to make a decent living in this country because then they spend money and then the economy gets bigger and bigger. This goes back to what Henry Ford did when he paid his workers well so they could afford a car so he could sell more cars. It's not too complicated. Oh, but any, anyway, so wages are starting to go up. We're starting to see inflation. You know, the most recent, the CPI came in at 054 
it, they actually rounded it down because if they would, if they, they a few numbers came a couple hundreds underneath where they should have been. And by doing that, they, it should have rounded up to 0.6%. So, so the inflation is probably even a little hotter than we think. Inflation over the last, the CPI has been running about a 4.4% annualized for the last four months. Interest rates are going up. This is something we, we, we've been talking about here on the show for a while. Uh, we, we Two years ago, we said interest rates had bottomed. It was the end of the bull market. Uh, we sold our long-term treasuries for our clients and um, approximately two years ago. And, and so what we came up with, you know, what we, we said rates are going up. I, let me give you an interesting statistic. Since early September, the stock market is up 16%. Which is pretty. It, it kind of sold off a little bit, so it, you know. But but it, it croft right there, and since then it's up. It went up sixteen percent. It sold off a little bit, but since that time frame, ten-year Treasuries rates have gone up forty-one percent, forty-one percent, up point eight five percent. Typically, when interest rates go up, bonds go down, and stocks go down. Uh, you know, the, when interest rates go up, bonds will all, stocks will go down. And in in this case, they both went up at the same time. And 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 and, that, and when the stock market sold off, interest rates kept going up. So there's there's a very cor- high correlation of rates are going up. Higher interest rates aren't good for the stock market. An accelerating economy with increasing costs coming in across the board higher interest rates across the board, that's not good for stocks. And that's what I want you to understand. We've had 10 years of declining interest rates, which has been good for stocks, helping the divisor on the bottom. But now it's starting to change, and it's going the other direction. So good for the economy, not as good for stocks. This is why you're starting to see the sell-off at stocks, which are at, at the highest level, some of the highest levels they've been in years. The comparisons recently have been, we talked about comparisons were 1929 and 1999 for stock prices in many sectors. And and, and, th- and now you're seeing what's happened with when you get massive overvaluation, when everyone sells, there's no one there, and you get a, a 10% drop in a couple of days. That's a, it's a dangerous market. But tell you, let's take a call from Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Good morning, Ted. Uh, yeah, I wanted to follow up on your comments about Social Security and entitlements. Uh, so I kind of fit in that category, you're, you know, retired, and um, I'm concerned that uh, at some point the government's going to deal with it. And I guess the primary question is what you think about how they're going to deal with it, because I'm probably in that category. You know, I'm not too rich that I don't care about it, but, you know, the government's going to hose the middle class like they usually do. So uh, I look at it, you know, I've... Saved, <laughs> saved aggressively and invested conservatively, and I'm concerned uh-huh. that I might end up basically uh, paying, you know, paying a penalty for that if they end up means testing. And I'm afraid that's what they're going to do. I'm curious what you think they're going to do because there's clearly a problem. Uh, look, yeah, I think they are. I, I, I think how it's going to start is they're going to try to do something with Ross, and then they're going to put a cap on an IRA of maybe a, a two million dollars, and maybe a million dollars you get a little less, or it's taxable more. Uh, I think that, but you have to understand, it's it's more of a high class problem. Uh, that there, there's there's another school of thought that wants to do some type of wealth tax out there. I mean, but it is, but you got to understand. There's like I said, there's two groups. There, there there's the free market capitalists, and then there's the socialists. The socialists want to put in, uh, they want to put in wealth tax, and so, and that's why I I think it's so important to start really protecting yourself, coming up with ways save more money, you're going to be better off than the other people because once that starts, it's going to be difficult for people across the board. And and, and, and it's just not an easy thing. I think they'll first start with the Roth and they'll go with the other. Uh, we try to have people. One thing, too, is draw down your IRA. If, if, if you're using, if you have two pools of funds, Tom, at retirement, you know, keep extra money in your cash side, your 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 non qualified side, just kind of your checking account. Yeah, the the, the, oh, the yeah, account sure. that's in your name, not the Tom's IRA account, because that'll let you manage your income a little bit. And so, if you've got a, a million dollars in your plan, uh, you know, and you have to take out a car or something, and all of a sudden you're going to have to take thirty thousand out for the car, you jacked up your your uh, income quite a bit. And, and so it's going to probably be a combination of income and assets uh, in the IRA that's going to be the concern. So if you can, if you have the ability to, when you need extra income, 
take it out of your non-taxable, your, your after-tax money, which is just the account in your own name, that's going to be a big help. And, and so where we see a lot of retirees, they'll have a million and a half dollars in their qualified plans, and they'll have $40,000 in the, in the checking account or the, you know, the stock account that's not there. And that, that's, that's, so that's the one thing I would kind of work on. So manage taking more money out of your IRA earlier to draw it down some, because the problem's going to happen in about five years. Well, that's what I'm, you know, I'm looking down, like you mentioned, you know, five, ten years down the road, we're fine right now. What I've been doing right now is converting as much of the IRA into a Roth as I can, you know, without getting into a high tax bracket. Yeah, and but, be careful. You want to uh, That's why I was curious what you think we should be doing now. Don't wait till something happens if there's ways to kind of shelter that retirement money or what we can be doing. Uh, yeah, Tom, I think it's a mistake to put all your money in the Roth because I think they're going to go after the Roth a little harder than the IRA because they're going to go, wait a minute, you're not paying any taxes. Tom, you know what the guy over here is paying taxes and they're going to do something. And it might be, well, Tom, if you if you've got a million dollars in your Roth uh, and you can you can take out forty thousand dollars tax free, but your Social Security is going to be taxed at the higher rate. They're going to play some type of game like that. And so you want to try to get ahead of them a little bit by diversifying, have an IRA, have a Roth and have cash in a regular account. Yeah, and I would probably do all that. I wasn't sure just, you know, what actions I should take, uh, like I say, other than what I've been doing. But uh, uh, something's coming. We just don't have a good crystal ball what their life is. It's going to be inflation. And how we should act now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because, you know, they're going to try to inflate their way out of this mess. And, look, you know the Fed's going to come in, and and next time they try to pull this, it's going to be big inflation and and that's that's what I think. I think that's how it's going to play out. Well, I guess we'll see. But anyway, <laughs> that struck a nerve when you started talking about Social Security because I'm, I'm, that's pretty much where we're at now. So uh, uh, we'll see how it turns out. Yep. Well, thanks for your insight. Thanks, Tom. And again, we're not pro- expecting any problem with Social Security for a number of years in the future. And, and, and right now things are going pretty well. But it's look, the good news, if we can get this economy to a 3 4% growth rate, we can start growing our way out of this. Tax tax revenue will come up, the economy will get better, people will get more jobs, they'll get more raises, and, and things. And, and so, the, that the, that the good thing is is that's what's happened. I think we're making that transition. I, you know, we had the. If you look back through through you know thirty or forty years, our the wage growth was about four or five percent a year, and and I just dialed it back to about a decade before the last decade, figuring out you know there was more inflation before that, so it's harder to get numbers. I could have looked up the real numbers, but it, it was much even even back then the real numbers were better, it, it, and so we've had horrible wage growth. At the same time, the inflation numbers are obviously much stronger than everybody thinks. Uh, I, I just saw a thing during Barack Obama. You know, we we're supposed we're being led to believe that. Uh, inflation was at a under two one and a half percent for the last decade, two one and a half to two percent for the last eight nine years under Barack Obama. But if you look at the health care premiums for health insurance, went up forty three percent during that time frame. And, and 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 so, you know what average people were doing. We had a caller earlier talking about rents are going up. I mean, services are going up now. The government, how they do, they something called hedonically adjusting things. So they'll say, look, Ted. Now, I give an example, a computer. Every time I buy a computer, it seems like it's eight or $900. It's been that way for like 20 years, it seems like, maybe. Well, during that time, the computer's gotten more and more powerful. So every time I buy another computer, it's much more powerful. It, instead of a, uh, a a single core, it's a dual core. Then it's a quad core. Then I've got two quad cores. And, 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 and the processing speed goes up and up and up, and it has more storage, uh, RAM and a bigger disk drive. Well, the government looks at that and goes, well, Ted, really, your computer's going down every year. You're just buying a more powerful computer. So actually, your computer costs are going down. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. It's costing me the same amount of money every time. How is it going down? That's what's known as hedonically adjusting. And that's what's so insidious. It started out as a good idea when we had inflation to kind of chain down see, uh, chain down growth in inflation and chain down social security growth and chain down union uh, pay increases and different things because the inflation was causing these things to spiral out of control. But the problem, what they never realized is once we got it, once they chained it down so much, it looked like we were in deflation and we were never in deflation during the last, 
you know, maybe for a year we were in deflation or so, but we really haven't been, yet the Fed pretended like it with the, with the interest rates. And the final thing, uh, actually, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Used to spend my nights out Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, retirement, and the satisfaction of retirement. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show. We've run it a little long today. Uh, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, we talked a little earlier about charitable deductions, the QCDs. They're actually a little more valuable uh, be- because you can... Uh, it, it it really helps you out with the, uh, the, the the since the new tax law eliminates or cuts back many deductions while it doubled the standard deduction uh it, it helps out because it gets it, it lets you move that away from that and so i i it actually the the, the new tax bill made the qualified uh charitable deduction out of an IRA if you're over 70 half a much more valuable thing we we by the way in my opinion pe- enough people don't take advantage of that uh, tax deduction uh the you know we're talking inflation we're writing our new max out savings report and we're really kind of showing you that wage is going up some of the the conference calls with our companies that we're investing in we're hearing a lot of things costs are going up uh, across the board a logistics costs are going up freight costs are going up uh, a lot of things again more of an inflationary type of of event in in as, as interest rates, we were just talking about since September, the long bond rate or the, the not the long bond, but the 10 year treasury rates up 40 percent. Now, keep in mind, uh, every, almost every single fixed income in, uh, investment in the United States and much of the world actually is is priced off of the 10 year treasury in many cases. And and so when it's up 44 uh, percent, 
or 41% increase, then that means rates are going up. Now, there's, there's, I think one thing you're going to hear in the future is, are higher interest rates inflationary? They've always said it. They kind of didn't pay much attention to it. But what people forget is in the 60s, 70s, and even in the early 80s, People didn't have huge amounts of debt. Corporations didn't have massive amounts of debt. I mean, the junk bond thing didn't even happen until the 80s. I mean, people, the brilliance of Michael Milken was he looked at little comp- mid-sized and small companies and said, look, these people take on debt and they're very frugal and they always pay it back. Their their ratios are actually better than bigger companies. Well, in in I remember we would do research back in the in the in the late eighties, and it, it, you would it, company. Some of these companies were like banks. They had I say banks, not like banks today, but they, they they were like they had cash all over the balance sheet and very little debt, and and so higher interest rates when they went down, uh, it didn't affect them as much. But now with these companies with so much, so many of these companies are trying to maximize return on equity and buy other companies that there's a tremendous amount of debt. The debt levels have gone up 30, 40 percent in corporate America since the last economic crisis in 2009. We just got we just got some bonds called back. I looked at them. They got called Friday, I think, you know, eight point something percent bonds. that we were able to buy at the height of the financial crisis in 2009 because they thought a lot of corporate America was going to fail because the because the uh, financial system locked up in corporations. They they were all borrowing short term and got in financial trouble, and 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 so we were able to buy. We got we got a. I looked at it, we got eight point three percent for a decade out of our bond. Not a decade, but nine years straight out of our bonds. And but the reason I say this is is that now that rates are going up, it, corporate after so they nearly failed corp the cfos of many companies go oh my god we could get in we could we could we could fail we might have to do something we can't pay our bills we went from that to let's take on 30 or 40% more debt than we had at the top of the last bubble in corporate america those people forgot all about this cuz their bonuses are so aggressively tied to return on equity and stock prices and everything and so what's happened is is now these rates are start going up the cost of that money to these people is going up, which that's another cost. If I have to pay more for the money, how is that not an inflationary cost like the cost of trucking, uh, the cost of wages, of freight, wages? You know, So I think what you're going to hear more about in the future is, whoa, these higher rates are inflationary, and that's something that's not been looked about. So anyway, so this transition, so we're preparing the retirement portfolios to deal with more inflation in, in the future, and this is something I think you're going to have to watch. We have a... a a tremendous amount of debt in the system right now, which is unusual for this this point in the cycle. It's it's unheard of economically after having a financial crisis and eight years later being at this you know increasing the debt materially more than it, than it was, and, and so so this is going to start affecting things. And so we're seeing again wage increases. Uh, uh, bonuses, uh, freights going up, commodities going up. We're hearing, you know, one of our calls, the price of carrots and other things are going up and it's hurting the bottom line a little bit. And, and, and so interest rates are going up. This is why your bond funds, if you're in longer term bonds, they're going down. This is why you've got to be in shorter term bonds right now and understand kind of the world that we live in. So uh, I, I think that we're writing about this in report. We, you know, we're talking some about this and, 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 and so I, I think we're going to be looking at a slower earnings growth from companies. I, I think we're going to be looking at 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 higher interest costs. And so if we have very high valuations, the the and, and the really hard thing in this market is to find reasonably priced stocks that just aren't, uh, you know, priced to perfection for the next decade when you're, you're not going to get it. We're likely to have a recession. We're likely to have stagflation. Next time the economy slows, it's going to be stagflation with more of an inflation bent. And so this is something because at this level in the economy, with this level of debt, the the Fed can't afford for us to go into much of a recession, and they don't have very much to cut in interest rates, which means they're going to have to flood the system with more money. Eventually, this is going to catch fire. And one of the things I might put in the report is you're going to see the velocity of money start to accelerate. And when that does, that's going to, again, it's going to all change things. So I think this is the game changer. Now, the market's going up for six days in a row here, which is a good deal. But keep in mind, it completely collapsed the week before. And so we're coming up. We've gone up, done about a 61% retracement, which is a different, you know, the numbers. The, the market's gotten back up to that 50-day 
moving average that we talked about, the moving averages. And now we have to kind of see, is it going to break out to new highs and explode? Or have we seen have we seen this is the top of the bull market? And this is what we're going to have to watch. I, I think you have to have a risk plan in place in this market. I think you have to have higher level cash because there's not really good bargains. And, you know, when things are cheap, you can afford to buy something that goes down something. You still know you're going to make money in the long run. You don't worry about it. But when things are expensive, you don't have much error. And that's why you've got to be so careful and have a risk plan in this market. If you need some help with your retirement, uh, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. And you, you can sign up for an appointment to sit down with me, request an appointment, and, and I'll go over your financial situation. We'll see how you're set for retirement. Can you retire? And do you have too much risk? Do you have a risk plan in place? Uh, also, if you're not in our free Max Out Savings report list, we're sending it out next week. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, you know what's going on in the world. What is this trend with inflation? What's really happening here? I'll talk about a lot of interesting things in the report. It's a free report to help you deal with retirement and understand it and understand the world today. We live in a rapidly changing world that you have to be on top of your game. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and at least sign up for that free report. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember our motto and our philosophy. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And I think more than ever, you have to take charge of your own retirement and understand Social Security might not be there in another decade. And so you want to protect yourself ahead of time. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Payments, get rid of mortgage insurance, or get... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.